The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. The Kansas City Chiefs will take on the Cincinnati Bengals at Arrowhead Stadium at 5.30 p.m. on Sunday as they gear up for their fifth straight AFC Championship game. On Monday, we heard from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Okay, um, listen, we we look forward to the challenge of playing uh, the Bengals, obviously, it's uh, uh, they're a heck of a football team and well-deserving to be in the position there. And they played great football uh, yesterday. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll work on tomorrow uh, with players. We'll, we'll start working on them uh, and, and practicing against them. Um, as far as injuries go, really, Patrick uh, is – uh, the the main one, and as you guys know, he hurt his ankle. So it's uh, that's uh, um, you know it's been reported that it's a high ankle sprain. So that's pretty accurate. Um, with that, time's yours. Let's go first to Herbie Tiope. Go to Herbie. Good afternoon, Coach. On the subject of Patrick. Uh, he told us after the game that he would immediately go into treatment. How encouraged are you by the past two days of treatment? And Brad, I'll probably have a follow-up. Yeah, no, he's, he's uh, worked hard um, in the treatment and is doing okay. Yeah. And, and Coach, I think I'm, I'm going to go all the way back to 2002. The last time you had a starting quarterback dealing with an ankle injury with Donovan McNabb, he did come back in the playoffs, but how did that experience help you prepare for this scenario with your starting quarterback in Mahomes and, and limiting a workload and potentially developing a workload for him in practice? Yeah, Donovan's was different in that um, there ended up being a fracture in there. So um, that was a little different deal. But, 
he did very well. He worked his tail off, got himself back. Um, went through kind of the same thing with T.O. Uh, at one time. So for the Super Bowl, who worked his way through it. And, you know, but both those two had fractures. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Coach, just staying on Patrick, you'd mentioned he, he went through this week one of, of 2019. How similar is, is this issue and, and how much do you anticipate it'll help that he's already had to deal with this at, at another time? Yeah, no, I, he told you guys. I mean, he, he mentioned it to you that he's going to play. So, I mean, that's uh, um, that's his mindset. And, and then we'll just take it day by day and see how he does. Let's go next to Aaron Ladd. Go ahead, Aaron. Hey, appreciate the time here. Kind of two quarterback-related questions. First, about Chad. What would you say is his biggest asset that he brings to the quarterback room and, and be able to step in and be ready in, in these big moments? Yeah, well, I mean, he's got a consistent personality. He's uh, smart. He, like a, like a, you know, well-aged pro, he, he, knows, uh, uh, he knows how to prepare without getting a lot of reps. And, um, and and so, you know, we didn't have any of the hiccups that you'd have uh, as far as the clock management and all that stuff. So it, he, he handled it and, uh, and the guys know, they, they know how he, how he goes about his business. Um, so his leadership also fits in that. And then as far as Joe Burrow, uh, Chris kind of talked a lot this year about one of the missed sacks motivating him. He was only sacked once in that Buffalo game yesterday. What do you think makes him so hard to get down and, and makes him so slippery in the pocket? Yeah, he's a strong kid. You know, he, he, um, and he, he's, he is elusive. And uh, you've got to make sure that you, you wrap him up. And Chris probably said it the best. He was the one out there, you know, working it. And uh, um, so – um, yeah, no, he's a heck of a football player. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Andy. Um, you talked about Pat preparing himself as if he, if he as if he's going to play. I'm wondering if you're proceeding that way as well. I mean, are you going to give him all the reps that the starter would normally get in practice? Are you preparing the game plan around him and around him only? Um, and Brad, I'll have a second question as well. Yeah, well, we the game plan part, we don't have to do much either way. I mean, they both run the same play. So um, as, as far as the reps, I, I've got to see how he, how he feels, uh, you know, when we get ready for practice, to practice there. Okay. And um, you've done well with your backup quarterbacks when you've had to put them into games over the years and even here, but also going back to Philly, just wondering what goes into that. I mean, is it, is it just a case of finding stuff they like to do or, um, is there more to it than that? Yeah, Adam, I, we we try to keep open communication with the quarterbacks um, the best we we can, and and then evaluate them. Uh, we've had Chad here a while, so we we know the plays he he likes and doesn't like. We also know the plays that Pat does, likes and doesn't like. So we we uh, you know we try to blend it and make sure that we've we've got plays that work for both of them. Let's go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hello, Andy. I have two questions as well. My first one is, um, I know it's a three-game sample, um, but what do you think your team can learn from those lessons in the previous meetings with the Bengals for Sunday's game? And uh, Brad, I'll have a second. 
Yeah, well, we, we know they're talented uh, in all three phases. Um, it's the same guys playing against each other. So um, I'm sure both teams will have adjustments that they make and both teams will play hard. And I'm, we'll just see how, I mean, these games have been close. So we'll just see, see where it goes, uh, you know, come game time. And, and coach with Patrick specifically, how much of what he did to get prepared for the AC championship game two years ago is something that you guys are maybe anticipating sort of putting him uh, through a particular practice where he obviously built up as the week went along. Is that something that you feel is achievable or is it yeah. optimistic? Yeah, it's a possibility. It's too early to tell you. I mean, I, I'm going to just see how he, how he's doing when we get to that Wednesday practice and see where we're at. Got four more. We'll go right down the line, starting with Seren. Go ahead, Seren. Brad, I'll have a follow-up as well. Uh, Coach, just I know the subject, you're going to see how it goes with him, but what what are the – what do you lose uh, at this point in the year uh, if, if he can't, if, if you decide rest is the best way to go? Uh, what what does he lose by not getting those reps in practice, and how much does it set back the whole team if, if he has to watch and then just jump in there and play at the end? Yeah. Um, yeah, I – Heck, who knows? I mean, I, I, I don't know that. I mean, he, he's done amazing things with, with limited time. So I, I, I can't answer that really. Okay. That's fine. Uh, and then the next one, uh, short yardage, you know, you've been great at it at times this year. It's been a little bit of a struggle. <clears throat> I was wondering, you know, this is a different dynamic. You had to kind of retool the offense without Tyree kill. Is this a kind of a product of, all the time, you know, I know, listen, I've had a lot of guys in the league tell me the most precious thing you have are reps, right? There's only so many of them. Is this maybe an example of where reps had to be burnt to build the overall offense, to get everybody on page, all the new receivers? And maybe they're just, you know, it's, it's falling through the cracks, some of the short yardage stuff you, you, you needed to work on? Well, it needed to fall through the cracks the other day. I mean, it was, uh, we didn't do a very good job with the quarterback sneak, but we've done, we've had some pretty good, snaps at short yardage other than that um uh so anyways it depends you know it depends on uh which plays were drawn from here i guess but that was uh that was not a good showing for sure let's go next to sam mcdowell go ahead sam hey andy um a couple a couple quick things but you referenced in, in post game that Patrick had had that ankle injury against the Jaguars in 2019 opener. How similar is what he's dealing with now to what he dealt with that day? Yeah, I think this one isn't quite as bad as that one, Sam. You know, so, but I mean, they're similar. They're, yeah, sore, but not, not quite the same. And then I know so much of the week can probably be the, the chess game of trying to anticipate what they're going to do for you guys. Does Patrick's injury factor into what you sort of try and anticipate that the Bengals might uh, do defensively? I'm sure they'll, they'll something. Yeah. That they, they do. Um, in lieu of that, but I, um, you know, I'm not going to chase a bunch of different things. We, we should have things covered in our protections and that no matter what. Let's go next to Nick Jacobs. Go ahead, Nick. Andy, whenever you get the chance to watch Lou Anarumo's defense and what he calls characteristic wise and everything, 
what kind of stands out to you and what kind of impresses you with what he's done the past two years? Yeah, first of all, he's done a great job. Um, he, uh, he puts his guys in good position um, to make plays. Um, he has a variety of different coverages and fronts that he works with. Um, his players understand him. Zones are tight. They do a good job of man-to-man. So well-rounded uh, scheme that he has. Last two, James Palmer and then Vahe. Go ahead, James. How you doing, Andy? Good to see you. Um, I'm just kind of curious. You mentioned a little bit about, you know, you got to see with how the week goes with Patrick, but I just kind of wanted you to maybe confirm with everything he knows in the offense, he could play on Sunday without taking reps throughout the week, correct? Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, I think so. He's never done that. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the answer for you on that. And last, Vahe. Go ahead, Vahe. Hey, Andy, just uh, one minor point of clarification on Patrick. Are you able to uh, say what grade the sprain is? And I have one follow-up, Brad. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't have that information for you Bye. on the grade. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that, Andy. Yeah, there's no grade on it. I don't have a grade for you on it. Um, and then the, the follow-up is just, um, can you tell us a little more about what it took to get him out of the game? With, you, just, you said he wanted to fight. Um, but how does that dynamic go? I know it must be a little, little strange. Well, listen, I mean, he wanted to play. That's what he, he wanted to do. So um, he didn't want to come out of the game. Uh, and, and so that's, he, he, he was pretty adamant about that. But, uh, you know, sometimes you have to get things checked out. So you're not putting yourself in harm's way there. So that's a, uh, uh, that's what we did. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right, guys. Thank you.